Ellie and Bex. And we know things are changing a lot amongst our schools as of next week, Bex. Am I right? Yeah, I'll tell you what, it seems like they've been in the uh, headlines many a times uh, over the last fortnight. And of course, with different state systems and closure rates in Queensland, of course, from next week, closure optional schooling for uh, children of essential workers as well. But by and large, with Victoria and New South Wales, a lot of kids in closed schools as we speak. Yeah, homeschooling is looking like it's going to be the way of the future, with the help, of course, uh, from schools providing online material. So we thought, we don't know what we're talking about, Bex. You and I don't have kids, um, and it's been a while no. since we've been in school. Uh, so and you've got an amazing education, but then you forget really simple stuff. So. I mean, yeah, three <laughs> degrees and 12 years of schooling up my, up my sleeve. You'd think I'd know a lot more than I do. Um, yeah. <laughs> but someone who does know her stuff is education expert and curriculum specialist Karen Green, who joins us now. Hello, Karen. Hello there, you two. Thank you for coming on our yeah, show. We need some wisdom in times like these because Bex and I are like the blind leading the blind here. You know what I mean? Hey, 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 speak for yourself. <laughs> you, you sound actually quite intelligent. Oh, um, oh thank you. We'll take that. I'm going to save that yeah. audio. I'm really pleased to have an opportunity to talk about this because things are fairly hectic, as we all know, and I think a lot of parents are somewhat uh, perplexed and worried about what they can do in terms of managing their children at home, I think the very first thing to do, the most important thing is to realise as a parent that you're not really replacing school because you're the parent Mm. and not the teacher. And they're they're very different relationships that um, exist. So as a parent, you can be flexible, um, but you need to be quite firm and establish rules and routines. And I think if there's something happening at home, the parents need to explain to their students really clearly what's going to happen and how things are going to be different to normal in inverted commas. Mm. Otherwise, it's why is mum getting me in trouble about this sort of stuff or why is dad telling me to do stuff that he normally wouldn't and it can kind of freak him out. And certainly I think if there's two parents playing this out, they need to have a common um, agreement amongst them as to what this looks like. Now, Karen, uh, you're an experienced educator. You also have your own business with regards to uh, assisting children with uh, external help in these sorts of situations. Yes. Uh, But realistically speaking, um, a lot of schools have already got their own programs. It's a lot more sophisticated than, say, should this have happened 20 years ago. What what are the main sorts of things that parents need to be doing now to to make sure that um, they've got all the materials they need? Yes, yeah, so schools are actually in the in the process now. That's why your Queensland schools are closing next week, I believe. Mm-hmm. I saw in the news yes. just before that um, teachers are going to have an extra few days to get um, online materials sorted out. So there's a lot of different um, avenues through which students are going to be receiving things. So there's, there's things you might have heard of Google Classroom or Seesaw, um, there might be virtual teaching being done using applications Time like zone. Zoom. In- no, wait, that's closed. <laughs> <Yes>. PlayStation. <laughs> yeah, that, um, in, in, fact, in fact, I just did an online Pilates class on Zoom today, so I just learned how to use it. It's really easy. Um, yeah. So they're easy to install and set up. And I think parents need to also recognise that the schools are going to be providing all of the resources that they need that are the age-appropriate resources for their students. So they'll be Mm -hmm. continuing the program that they would have done at school, but doing it at home. And so there are some things that the the parents really need to set up this environment uh, that's a specific learning space. So a a calm place where students go, okay, this is is work time now. Um, 
It's a very different situation. This distance education is really different from what we would traditionally know as homeschooling, where parents have opted for their children for a whole range of reasons to stay at home. Mm. Um, And what's being potentially rolled out now across all of our states is this distance education where you're actually being given the materials by an educator and the parents then facilitate the learning at home. So I think... If the only thing I say today that makes sense is for parents to chill out, take a deep breath, realise that there's a lot of fun to be had doing this because you start Mm. to see your children in a different light as well. Yeah, for sure. And would you recommend um, sticking to the the you know nine to three school day s- system for the kids? Or, or? I, I think yeah, that's a really good question. I think that it's really good idea to possibly have some sort of a trigger where your your children know that this is school time. It doesn't have to be that rigid. Um, I think that it's great if, if perhaps the night before you've actually worked out a timetable for the next day and said, well, you know, we're going to sleep in tomorrow or we're all going to get up and go for a walk to the park if we're allowed to. Um, And we're actually going to run it in a particular routine, but making sure that you still have break times like schools have recess and lunchtime and and make sure, you know, there are variety, there's there's a range of different healthy snacks, not not rubbish for kids to eat. (laughs) Um, Girls, I'd I'd actually be terrible, I think, at this this, this homeschooling stuff. I I would have had a terrible time. As a student or as a parent? Uh, It just would have been really tough because, (laughs) I mean, you know, I got out... Well, Karen, I, I got out of maths on a weekly basis with a sick note from my dad. And if I tried that when I was homeschooled, my mum knows my dad's signature. So <laughs> oh, I would have been stuffed. Oh, no, you're the very creative ones that we, we need to have you working things out. Um, oh, but thanks. I think, I, I think there's, you know, there's the basic stuff of, of getting a routine, but there's also things like um, learning little tricks of the trade of teaching, something like wait time, so that when you pose a question to a, to a child, and this is where the, the parents will get a, a real buzz out of this one, um, you pose a question to a child and you wait for 10 seconds. You actually give them 10 seconds to think mm. before... My mum used to count to three. <laughs> <laughs> where have you put my wallet? Yes. <laughs> three? Two? <laughs> So the best, the very best teaching is done when we provide students with something to consider, to sort of pose a conundrum or a problem, and we give them opportunities to go away and see if they can find things out for themselves rather than us filling in the gaps. So there's there's a, a fabulous guy called Vygotsky, who was a, a Russian fellow, and he came up with this idea of the zone of proximal development. And what it is, is it's basically that a person or a child has this basic knowledge and then you build on it by being the person next to the student, giving them the the, the nudge along, providing them with the prompts, but then stepping back and letting them understand and learn that themselves. So if anybody wants to Google the zone of proximal development, um, it's really an interesting concept and I think it will help people understand that they don't have to do the thinking for their children, that they just are the facilitators of learning, the the guide on the side, not the sage on the stage. There you go. Well, it certainly is going to be an interesting time for parents and for students over the next few months. Mm. But Karen Green, thank you so much for your expertise. You've you've helped us understand it and hopefully a lot of parents out there as well. So thanks for joining us. It's a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Ellie and Bex.